What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest coaches people who feel stressed and stuck in a job they don't like toward the kind of work that will bring them joy, meaning, and fulfillment. He is a life, purpose, and profession coach. Please welcome Matias Bichara. They say Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Yes, you said it correctly, Matias Bichara. You got all right. Okay. Uh, you know the people struggle to say, but you got it right. I appreciate that. <laughs> I had to do it a couple times, but we got it. So I love what you do. You're the reason why you're the type of guest is the reason why I created the show and uh, why we are here today. So I kind of want to get into the reason you actually have. You're highly educated and have um, several diplomas, right? Yes. And right. but you went into one profession and just weren't feeling fulfilled. So can you kind of tell us tell us a little bit of background on what you went to school for and the profession that you got in? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I, it's really an honor to be here as one of your guests. Uh, I've learned so much from from everything you teach it from all the guests that you have. So it's, it's really an honor. Uh, but yes, so I have a bachelor's in psychology. Uh, I've always liked interacting with people. I'm, I'm really intrigued by, by what motivates people and why we act the way we do. But after obtaining my bachelor's, um, I've always thought that I wanted to be a lawyer. So I went to law school, went through the whole process. And soon after that, I realized that it's not what I had expected it would be. I, I thought I would be helping people most of the time, but most of my clients were uh, basically uh, legal briefs and documents, and I wasn't interacting one-on-one -on -one with people. So I found myself at this job. Um, I was working for uh, an immigration law firm, and I realized I just wasn't happy. I felt that I was, I was stressed. I was overworked. Um, I found that that the legal profession is is very adversarial. You know, that if in in order for you to win, someone else has to lose. So it makes it makes a very competitive uh, culture. So I I found myself that I I wasn't satisfied. I found it difficult to fall to fall asleep at night because I took work with me uh, in the morning. I I dreaded going to work. So. So I realized that I needed to do something despite all the sacrifices I had made to obtain my law degree and, and, and my license. I realized that I, I had to, to do what was right for me and, and break away from that. Um, you know, I, I took some time off from work and, and that's when it really hit me how, how stressed I had been and how dissatisfied I was. So I set on this journey to, to find out what really made me happy, what, what really moved me, what, uh, you know, find my purpose, so to speak. You know, I, I wanted to be happy, but also I wanted to be fulfilled. So, so yes, went on this path, uh, you know, contracted a career um, in coaches. I read a lot of books, did a lot of self-searching until I, I realized that the answer was always in front of me. I, I had yeah. done coaching in the past, but never life coaching. Uh, and ever since I started, yeah, <laughs> ever since I started doing it, I, I, I'm not looking back. I am very happy. I, I feel like I'm making a, a difference in people's, li people's life and, and they're very happy. And so that really energizes me. You invested a lot of time into your education 
to find that you, you know, were not, you know, you're in something that you were not happy with and not feeling fulfilled. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty hard pill to swallow because th- that's going to law school and investing the time and the money is is quite a bit. That's an investment. Yeah, no, it definitely was. But, you know, I'm in a fortunate situation. I, I did get a, a full ride to law school. So so that, that made it a little bit easier. But but nonetheless, you know, once you obtain something, regardless of, of money was an element to it, but but regardless of like all the hard work I had done, all the all the nights I stayed up, you know, all the, the commitments I had to, not, not commitment, but uh, fun engagements, I had to say no to. It, it was a sacrifice nonetheless. Uh, so yeah, it it was a difficult decision to make, especially I, I realized there were a lot of outside influences kind of um, playing a role in my decision. My family uh, was very proud that I was a lawyer. My mom is so happy anytime she gets to tell anyone, "Oh, my son is a lawyer. He makes me so proud." My peers as well. You know, I, I felt like everyone was sort of pushing me in that direction. But when I looked to the side and, and I looked inwardly, I, I realized that, that that that's not what made me happy. And so maybe I should have taken action before, but but regardless of of how much time and energy I had spent, I I still think that that it, it was worth it because there's no point in in continuing to do something wrong just because you've spent a lot of time, money and energy in it. Yeah, well I totally agree. I think you have to try something to really you know, if that's where your life leads you, there is a reason and a purpose for you to go down that path. And, you know, I think it ultimately led you to your true purpose, and that is to help people. And I think that you're able to coach people when they at a point where they where you are at to help them find that that the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when you are doing something that is really not speaking to your heart or to your soul, it is hard to it is hard to really I mean, yeah, I would have a hard time sleeping. I've been there. So I know. I know exactly what it's like. And it's it's not a fun experience. And when you can wake up every day and be happy about what you're doing, you know, you are so much more effective in your life. And, you know, just the littlest things bring you so mm-hmm. much more joy. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, aside from like that big paycheck. I mean, I'm sure you want to get to that big pet paycheck with your clients, but that's going to be a much more rewarding feeling than doing something that makes you unhappy. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I definitely feel like that. It, and I see the, the difference in, in people's lives. And, and that really could energize me more than the paycheck that I that I had a, as a lawyer. You know, m- money can be superficial and, and, and we're often guided by all these outside influences that we think, oh, you, you have money, you have a, a good title, you're quote unquote successful. But but is that really why we're here? Yes. So, so we have a nice diploma and and, and nice recognitions from, from other people? Or are we really here to make a difference to, to I, I believe there's two elements to it. One is, one is uh, uh, happiness, like we've been talking about, but, but fulfillment. And, and I didn't have that same sense of fulfillment that I, that I do now when I see the faces of my client when they have that, aha, I figured it out. This is what I've always wanted to do. And, and finally, you know, just saying it out loud, I feel like gives people the, the courage to take the steps to do it. You know, I, a lot of my clients, I, I, because what, what I do sometimes is a big part of it is finding a purpose. And another aspect is analyzing your current situation and seeing if there's some elements that can be changed about it. And so I, I often, when clients are, are going through this process, 
uh, of, you know, when you start your career, you, there's a lot of difficult things you have to do. And so I often get to the point where I'm like, okay, so what do you think you, you want to do? Do you think you're willing to continue to put in the work for two, three, four years until you're, you're successful? And sometimes people say, yes, I, I believe so. And I'm like, okay, if that's the, the, the way you want to go, it, it's okay. We'll continue to work that, but let's hypothetically speaking, let me suggest something else. Yeah. And you see the transition in their eyes and they're like, okay, I want it. And I've, and I've heard this before. I thought this is what I, like, I told myself, this is what I wanted because I am tired and, and I, it's, it's not difficult, but it can be scary to break away from, from what you're doing on a daily basis. And so once they get in, in that track and you see it in their eyes, the, the, the joy of the idea of, of being happy, being fulfilled, that's when we really start to make a difference. Yeah. I have a quick question. I'm just going to kind of backtrack a little bit. So when yeah. you decided to leave law and become a life coach, how did your parents feel about that? Oh, <laughs> you should have my mother on this podcast. I, I, I experienced a lot of resistance from them. Um, and, and I first listened, you know, my, my parents said, you know, at first any career is difficult. Right now, you may not be happy because you don't have the experience. You haven't put in the work or the years and you're just starting out and any career is difficult. Give yourself time and then you'll see if that's what you like. And But I continue to to question myself and, and I was like, am I not happy now or am I not going to be happy regardless of, of what happens with my career? So I, I had to be very honest with myself because I, I listened to my family quite a bit. I listened to my mother a lot. And then she's the one that said, you know, she, she's a doctor, she's a professional. And, and so you can imagine her, her yeah. definition of success and, and also, um, first generation immigrant. Yeah. And so her definition of success, you have to be a lawyer, a doctor or an engineer or everything else, you know, she doesn't say it, but in, in her head, I, I always feel like it's your failure if you're not those uh, old school stereotypical professions. But that's also the label, right? You know, exactly you know, that that expectation of what society wants you to be. And, and in your case, your family and your mother, that's a label that they hang their hat and, their, uh, and a value on. Exactly. Now that you've been into like into your coaching profession and helping people become finding their purpose, how do they feel about that now? Better. She sees. She sees that I'm. It, it was. It was a working progress. When I first left, it, my mom was like, "What are you doing? You you work so hard for this." And and she said, "This is what you've always wanted to do." Yeah. And I said, "Yes, that's what I thought I wanted, but I'm seeing it." I'm not, I'm not abandoning the profession halfway through or, or before graduating. I started, I'm doing it. And now I, I realized that, that that's not really working for me, you know? So, yeah. well, uh, you know, good for you. Congratulations on following your, you. your heart because I think mm. that's important. And you always have those credentials, right? You earn them. Those aren't going away. So you still have the law degree and you mm -hmm. have your bachelor's in psychology, which I would think the psychology kind of gives you a, a little bit of an edge being a coach because it, it makes you understand people's behavior a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. And even the law degree, surprisingly, for, for many different, I mean, law helps you uh, critical thinking, problem solving. It, it helps me in a lot more ways that, than I had thought. But I, I think it's a good combination because being a profession, I can relate with people and say, hey, I have been in a, in a competitive profession and understand what you're going through, the sacrifices that you have made. 
And so I, I can speak from experience and, and encourage people to challenge themselves to see if that's what they want or not, because I'm speaking from experience and, and I did it myself. Yeah, no, and that's very important because I, I think it allows people to connect with you more and you're, you're relatable. So let's now, let's talk about your process and like who your ideal client is. I love coaches. I talk to all different types of coach coaches and every single one is different. I mm -hmm. myself am a licensed, um, I'm a certified life coach. So I've gone through the training and I, you know, I never pursued it, but it did help me in my own life personally, the way I communicated, the way I, I dealt with people and handled, handled my relationships. And it did allow me to like kind of lift me up in life. So mm -hmm. to speak. Um, so what does the process look like if somebody comes to you? They say, hey, uh, Matias, I heard you on Label Free Podcast. I'm interested in working with you. So what does that look like for them? Yeah, absolutely. So we take a lot of time to, it, it's a total of eight weeks uh, uh, process okay. where the, the first half, we, we really look as to what's going on right now. Before we jump into where you want to go next, let's analyze what's going on in your life. What are your values? What are your talents? What are you know? What are your goals in life? And we see if the current job aligns with what you want to do, and why why it does or why it may not do that. And then like we we look at the things that are working, the things that you did like about your job, um, and and then we we do sort of an analysis to, to understand really what's what's going on right now. Later on, we start seeing the talents and the things that people are good at. And then, because uh, a big part of it is also what one thing is what you like, but also something that you could get paid for, because this is this is a, their career that, that they want to do. So a, a lot of the things that we do, we look at uh, Ikigai. I don't know if you're familiar with the term, but um, it's an idea. It's a Japanese concept that basically it's kind of like our purpose. Yeah. Ikigai. I believe it means uh, life and guy means something of value. So what's the value in your life? What what do you stand for? So it's just four different categories, uh, your passion, your profession, your vocation, and your mission. So basically what you love is your passion. Uh, what you're good at is, is your profession. What you can get paid for is your vocation. And what the world needs is your mission. So yeah. if we can find something that meets all those four categories, then we have found your Ikigai. And then uh, and then we, we move on from there to, you know, one thing is finding your purpose. Another thing is um, doing the steps necessary for you to obtain that purpose. You know, you may need to... Um, hone in your skills or take some courses or, or there there may be some learning process in order for you to be ready to to jump on into into the career of your dreams i love it um what is your or can you well i guess ideal client or success story which one would you like to share um that's a great question um i guess i mean either one is fine but maybe I, ideal client um, I work mostly with young professionals because I can relate more with them. But really, my ideal client is someone who doesn't like their job. You know, maybe, maybe they, maybe they like their career, but they don't like their current employment. Well, okay, I can, I can help you. Maybe you need to go to a different department or ask for a raise or talk to your boss and, and get different uh, job duties, um, or you need to change careers all completely. So I'm, I'm able to you know, help people with every um, area of their life. 
Um, and then success story. Um, I mean, I haven't. Well, you're a success story yourself. So okay, there we go. Already, but Perfect. how many have you worked with? Because I feel like young young professionals just starting out in their career and they're not unhappy, but yet they've invested all this time. There's going to be a lot of resistance within them, you know, psychologically and just, you know, kind of logically like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not happy, but I've put all my time into becoming this person and I find myself not wanting to be here. So I guess if you have someone that you've worked with that is similar to you, that you mm-hmm. allowed them to find their purpose and be that Iki guy or mm-hmm. whatever you said. Yeah. Uh, do you have someone you could like some uh, not the person, yeah. but a story that you could share? Yes, uh, and you say similar to me, so I, it's easier for me to talk about this person because I can relate with her so well. Um, she worked for an insurance agency, and um, she liked the idea of, of of choosing her own hours and being almost like her boss, and so yeah. she liked that flexibility. But the more we talked to her, she had had it. A very particular story where he she had gone to to grief and so I, although she was telling me that that she liked the flexibility or, or the idea of being an entrepreneur th- this story of of grief kept coming up and she said you know eventually i would like to write a book i would like to to tell my story i, I want to connect with people and so I, I recommended her that she should be a life coach as well to pass on her message because she had all the skills necessary. She wanted to help people. She was a good communicator and she liked the the entrepreneurship side of it. And so that's the direction that, that she went in and she's very happy that she did it. You know, she was one of those people that <laughs> that was afraid of of saying what she really wanted to do. Yeah. She was afraid to to be label free, to, yeah. to break from the norm. But On that note, where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more if they want to work with you? Yeah, absolutely. My website is my name, MatthiasBichara.com, and I am offering your listeners a 30-minute consultation. Sometimes it's good just to talk to somebody. You know, maybe you need a little self-reflection to to push you in the same direction that you're going. So if you're looking for a little bit of motivation or if you're questioning yourself and and, and have the idea of, of going to a different career, I can help you with that. Uh, I'm also on, on Instagram, Matthias, uh, coach, that Matthias B. Uh, so people can find me there as well. Excellent. You guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you connected with Matias's message today. Don't hesitate to go reach out. If anything, go follow his Instagram and maybe that will encourage you to, if you're questioning where you are in life, to uh, take him up on his uh, 30-minute call consultation. Um, Matias, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Yeah, okay, absolutely. So uh, a concept that I've been really working with with my clients is the... Um, a- a stoic principle called memento moris, and it means remember that you will die. <laughs> and I know that may sound a little bit morbid, no. but when people incorporate the the idea that when people come to terms with, with their own mortality, they understand that they're not going to be here forever, that ev- they should make every day count, then more good things start to happen. We don't take life for granted. And so I, I encourage everybody to look at your life Remember that you will die and try to make the best of it. Live live a full life. And and if and I know that at the beginning things can be scary to make the, the transition. 
So get a mentor, get someone that, that can help you, whether it's me or, or anyone else, someone that you trust, get help so so you don't have to take the actions by yourself. I know that change can be scary, but you don't have to do it alone. Boom, mic drop, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, live every day la label free and like you're the, we are not promised tomorrow. Totally agree with that mentality. Those are great words of wisdom. Matias, thank you for joining us today and sharing your story and doing the work that you do because of people like you, you're helping make the world a better place. Thanks so much. Likewise, Yana, thank you for having me. You're also making the world, the world a better place. So thank you for the time and thank you for your listeners for, for listening to me. You're Appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.